now. There we go. All right. <laughs> Sound speed. Here comes the beat. Smooth, 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 smooth. I love that bass. Uh, this, that song, that's mu- that's music for the soul right there. Love that bass. It, you know what can't be done to that? Lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> it's the truth. It, you get, I, I can't, I can't picture anyone or any like if you sang anything on that, you'd ruin it. You tear it. It'll be ripped apart. Yeah. Be ripped now, apart. I got to throw that away. <laughs> Next. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back and thanks for joining us at another episode of Papa Don't Preach. Preach. What up? I'm here with my co-host, Mitch. My name is Obi. How you doing, Mitch? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Another day. Uh, another dollar. Uh, good, trying. good, good, I good. I was trying you know, on that grind. So That's good been, to hear. Been a little hot. Oh, dude, before we get into before we get into the weather, I wanted to point out to our frequent listeners that uh, Mr. Most, our other co-host is not here today. He'll be joining us next week. It's you are stuck with the Obi and Mitch show mm-hmm. today. You're welcome. The show must go on <laughs> black and stash. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you, you know, you guys haven't seen us. I'm black. He's stash. <laughs> Oh, it's too good. It's too good. Uh, but yes, as I was talking about, the weather has been terrible. Like we are three days out. We are three days out. I think from the official start of summer. Two days out from the official start of the summer solstice, and it, I've been feeling it, man. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling it. I'm not liking any of it. I mean, I I enjoy the I I like the heat. If I'm not working, Ugh. and I don't have to wear pants, <laughs> no pants. <laughs> I don't like pants. I'm I'm pantsless right now. <laughs> It is a little weird in here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this they said either build a studio or get AC, and I was like, mm. <laughs> studio it is potato potato. What do you mean? <laughs> you well, know, hey, that's on my ride over here. You know, I I left. It was still about ninety. Oh my god! At five ish, five five thirty ish. It's it's crazy the different weather patterns of Los Angeles. You know, I start over in Venice, it's like 78 degrees. I pop into downtown, it's like 88 degrees. I go up the freeway to the valley, it's 100 mm-hmm. degrees. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, it was weird, too, because it was like, I got out, of, I, had, I had to stop and get gas, and good old uh, Chatsworth. Ooh, Chatsworth. Like, oh, God, get me out of here. Where like, 18-year-old girls go to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be somebody. <laughs> is that fucked up? I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, no, but so I got gas, just hard to breathe. It's, it's the hair's she thick. <laughs> she thick. The, the ur out here is thick. And then, you know, as I was making my way, all of a sudden, you know, it just went from not a cloud in the sky, just sun beating down. And then, you know, a little coverage coming down and I'll just see that temperature drop. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's going to be, it's going to be a little bit nicer. And I, I don't mind the clouds. It's still, it's still good weather. Yeah, it's just like I wish move uh, things are starting to open back up, which is awesome. On the fifteenth, you guys, California officially opened up. It was weird. I went to Whole Foods, no mask, no mask, and I had my mask on, and I was like, I'm just gonna, I don't, I'm gonna I don't take it do down from my nose. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang my dick out, <laughs> <laughs> my face dick, my face dick. I'm gonna hang my face dick out. But you know, like I. Record low uh, flus this year. And so I think I'm going to hang on to the mask, not for a statement or anything. Just like if I'm ever feeling sick or anything like that, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I have a mask in the car. I think that, I mean, I, I don't think that's a bad idea. There's a lot of other countries that do that already. Yeah. I don't know why we're so, 
I don't, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. You're about to say something very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, with the country open, with uh, California being back open, I'm starting to wonder, like, with how hot it is, I, I remember not running my AC and going, I'm going to go to a movie cool down you know like uh, i would go to a basketball game or i would go to a game indoors not a baseball game dodgers though yeah you hit you get those uh what i forget what the club level yeah, yeah club they, level they, they got the shade <laughs> <laughs> i'm a i'm up i'm up with the real fans i'm up on a my 30 dollar seats <laughs> Where you have to stand the whole game because your seat's hot. Oh, I'm only going to a Dodger game because someone bought me the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't want to be there all the time, but that's it's it's a lot of it, things are so pricey now. It's hard to buy a single seat too. So if like I wanted to go with like if you and I wanted to go, I'd have to find like a specific two block seat or buy four and try us <laughs> and try and bring two other Jamooks with me. <laughs> Look at this nerd online trying to buy one ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, we don't want you there. It's like, would you like to? You got no friends? It's like, would you like four seats or would you like to click the poor button? <laughs> poor it is. Poor just forwards you to financial aid. Dude, bleachers are fun though. It uh, like that's it's real. It's a community up yeah, there. It's I've had some really really good times in the bleachers and in the nosebleeds. Yeah, like great times. It's and it's. I don't remember any of my good times because I had such a good time. I, <laughs> That's the way it's supposed wink, to be. Wink, wink. I had a great time. It's, at least you're not in one of these like newer videos where you know someone's just getting socked in the face a hundred times. <sighs> Man, people have been losing their shit out yeah. there. I do think so. Do you think um, some of this like random acts of violence will go down once people start to integrate with each other? Do you think that? People are losing their minds. Uh, yeah, I think they're losing their minds. I, I think record high uh, assaults on planes. Record high. Like it's a four hundred percent increase. It, shit, I did not know that, and that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, they were saying that uh, an average is three hundred fifty to four hundred incidents a year. Um, and an incident like being from what to either a fight on a plane, having to ground a plane, having to get kick somebody off a plane. It's like it's very, very wide. But I guess the years the year's not over, and they're they're we, we already surpassed yeah. twelve hundred. <laughs> we're, we're halfway there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were halfway there, and we're at twelve hundred incidents as of now, oh, and counting. That's pretty. Yeah, I think everyone's just been on edge. I don't know if anyone will with things opening back up and stuff like that. I don't think that's going to change uh, the way people are acting right now though. Oof. I just, I think people have gotten more bold and dumber. Well, shit. I, I mean, I, I wish people could just say like, I wish something like this would bring us together. And I know it's old news and a broken record to hear that, but like, it's so crazy how this pandemic like literally tore us even farther apart. Yeah. We did not step up for each other. No, it's, I mean, but I think it, it, it really uh, solidified that we are, it's not all for one, one for all. It's, 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 I'm for me. Yeah, it's true. And if you're in my way, I don't give, I don't care what, what I have to do or I don't care if I'm going to hurt your feelings. It's just the way it is. And it's crazy to me to really Mm -hmm. think about it because I guess I'm, I'm, the complete opposite. <laughs> so it's yeah, a, it's a, it's so hard for me to grasp where I'm like, and that's why, you know, well, I always just go oh, fucking stupid. Yeah. I like, I like, I think right now of, you know, uh, when we first went into lockdown and, you know, we like, we have to show support for our frontline workers. They're like, Oh, I know what we can do. Let's bang on some pans every night at seven o'clock. <laughs> You know, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to stay home. I'm definitely not going to wear a mask, but know what I will do? Make some fucking noise. (laughs) Like a a big shout out to all the doctors and nurses and like even the unsung heroes. I'm talking about, you know, uh, the DoorDash and Grubhub drivers and uh, deliver like people deliver like for us being able to live and work at home for all the people who just. It sounds corny, but I put their lives on the line. But, you know, it sucks because I say that and I say thank you and I wish I can do something. I wish I can do more. Uh, but at the same time, I'm thinking, like, what type of piece of shit country are we? 
where we have to put, you know, a father of two, a mother of three or some shit in a car driving around, dropping off fucking tacos and sushi. And, you know, Shannon and I, we don't, we don't fuck around with that. We do not tip on the app cash only. Mm -hmm. Like they bring it to the door. I hand them a 10, be like, thank you. I don't tip through the app. It gets taxed and who knows who's taking a little. Like they like, so that was the thing. I remember Bezos got caught uh, a couple of years ago for uh, the, like the Amazon flex, like the Amazon drivers. Mm -hmm. Apparently Amazon, what they were doing was subsidizing their rate with their tips. So when you got hired, it says that you're t- you get 100% of your tips, but... They're taking it out of your paycheck. They're taking it out of your paycheck. So it's like you're a, a waiter. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's like, that's... that's. I mean, I don't even... I, I don't want to go full Afro-American and be like start railing on tips in the first place. <laughs> no, I'm not going to that's tip you. That's your job. That's your job. <laughs> I don't get tipped in my job, but whatever. That's a whole separate conversation. <laughs> That's a whole separate conversation. But um, yeah, I, I this seems like a silly shout out. Another one, but shout out to me. Just had just had a big birthday, bro. Yeah, buddy. Just had a big birthday. Three five in the house. He means five three. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on my ID. It says <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, thirty five. Feeling alive. It's good. It was a. I, you know, it's crazy that I just don't celebrate my birthday much anymore. Like ever since the kids showed up, I used to have, I used to be like the birthday month dude. Be like, yo, we're going to, we're going to go here. here, We're hitting the bar here. We're taking the party bus down to the beach. Oh yeah. I got rented a house on the boulevard. Then we're going to a rooftop. Then we're all going to meet up for brunch and get hammered again. And, And now it's just like. I get a text from my mom, happy birthday. I'm like, what do you mean happy? Oh, shit, it is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stopped. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've i never been a, I, I, would, I just don't care about birthdays. Or I mean, I don't, it's not, I, I don't care about my birthday. <laughs> I do not care. Oh, what do you really? want to do? Nothing. I, I don't, What I like to do on my birthday? Don't ask me to do anything. Uh, that's how I feel now. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know how 30, you know how th- this is how 35 I am is that I got a, I had a gift waiting on my dining table from my sister. I opened it up and it was a Roomba and I lost my shit. I was like, I'm getting, Oh shit. I got a Roomba. Would you, would you name your Roomba? Uh, well, it's a shark brand. Uh, it's not a Roomba, but his name's Bruce. His name's Bruce. I like that since it's a shark brand. It's yeah. Good. Shark. So it's Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, baby. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce, tiny Nemo. <laughs> Fish all friends, not food. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it's good. good funny move. Great movie. Uh, it's a great, great movie. Um, so, you know, before we move on to our main topic, before we move on to our main topic, um, I wanted to tiptoe a bit. So, Mitch, you have you, I don't know, you watch the news. Did you hear that Juneteenth has been declared a national federal, a federal holiday? I have heard this. So that is amazing. Yes. That's fantastic. Indeed, indeed. indeed. Now, were you taught about Juneteenth? I was not. You were not. not. I I was not either. I I was not either. (laughs) I got a news break across my phone. Mm -hmm. It said Juneteenth, and I'm like, I think they spelled June 10th wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That is not how you spell it. uh yeah, that that is how this is how I figured out, and I was in conversations with you. Yeah. I had never heard of it before. See, that's kind of crazy. And like, see, Juneteenth to me, like I I heard about Juneteenth like a decade ago, but I heard it as like a one off. Like Juneteenth celebrates uh, the free, uh, the last. And well, here's what Juneteenth actually is, and this is what I heard. <laughs> so I heard that Juneteenth was a celebration that we picked in June on June nineteenth. When the slaves were freed. And I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Okay, I guess I feel like that would be a bigger thing. Like, keep hearing about this emancipation bullshit. I feel like this would be bigger. And it just went into the back of my head. And then as I get older, you know, people, you do some of your own research and you talk to people. And then what Juneteenth actually is, was when the last enslaved people in America were freed. Because, you know, the great state of Texas... Yeehaw, Lone Star State. Uh, it was two years after, 
two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed that slaves were freed in Texas. Like they got rolled, like the plantations got rolled up on was like, yo, you guys know this shit was illegal two years ago and you're still doing it. That's just, that is literally crazy to me. It, you want to know the craziest thing? The craziest part is that it took like another 140 years for us to acknowledge it <laughs> as a holiday. <laughs> but yeah, like, well, and you know, talking about Juneteenth, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick this up a little bit after the break. But that's what I wanted to talk about was just what we were taught in schools that we should have been that ta- uh, what we were taught, why they keep true history. Hidden from us, I want to bring up critical race theory, uh, you know, CRT. I want to talk about Juneteenth. And I want to talk about some of, like, the different milestones in our country that are being censored and whether this is a good thing or if it's a bad thing and, like, what type of schooling do we want our kids to uh, literally to be exposed, like, to be exposed to? Like, what... It shows our ignorance. Really it it does. Is really what it does. Um, it does. But we'll go into full detail. Well, you guys, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. This is Papa Don't Preach. Stick around. you love us we're here we're back we're back we're back welcome to papa don't preach still here with mitch keith what up mitch yeah oh guys we're back here and we want to talk about something that uh it popped up and sparked a whole uh deeper conversation and uh it's going to be circled around uh critical race theory but we're not here to debate this theory we're not here to talk about this theory like but i'm it the fuck I, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I you know, I, I really want to know what things that you learned growing up about this country, about racial division and racism. And if this is something that kids should be taught in school so they're prepared for the real world and we can understand how we all come from different walks of life. And I'll give you an example. People assumed I knew what the fuck Juneteenth was because they looked at me and they saw a black dude and he'd be like, obviously he knows about his culture. I do. I'm Nigerian. I'm the first black dude that was born in this country. It was just me, my brother, and my sister were the first Ikemafuna Anoras ever to be here. So, like, no, I don't know what the fuck happened in <laughs> 1856. It has nothing to do with my history. That's not my history. But, you know, I'm still affected by some of those the laws and some of the institutionalized uh, racism that still plagues the country. So Mitch, starting with you, when you were in school, can you think about something that you didn't learn about in school that you wish you had of like, well, just when it comes to our history. I mean, I, I think obviously the easiest one that you can always go to is Columbus. (laughs) okay i mean that's just like you can just easily go there and (laughs) i don't know how long i thought that until it was you know either a someone bringing the knowledge to me i don't remember how i finally learned like i I mean technically it's sort of obvious yeah it's like written in between the lines like like, (laughs) hey he came here and then there was like people here and uh like wait but he discovered it? Yeah. You can't discover something if someone already did it or is there. You, they, you didn't discover something. It's it's crazy. And, like, isn't America named after somebody else who discovered it? Amerigo Biscucci or some shit? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, you're 100% right. Like, let's take a chance to just rip on Columbus for a little bit. Oh, how much time we got? <laughs> well, in 1492, apparently Columbus sailed the ocean. I heard that. Wasn't he looking for a place far, far away? I think so. What What was the place that he found? America. <laughs> it was the USA. <laughs> <laughs> Even that song, like it's still embedded in. Like I remember the part, front part of that song. It was, and it's still like in the back of my brain somewhere. And even those words are misleading. Like 
1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, and he was looking for a place far, far away. And the place he found was the USA. Like, no, he was going to India. India. He got lost, called the people who were on the place he found Indians anyway. <laughs> we're here. And, like, <laughs> to think about the arrogance of people that, like, it can't just be, like, oh, we're in the wrong fucking place. They're like, nah, it's our hood now. Yeah. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> Wait, you don't know how to, you don't have what we have? Okay, we're just going to take this. Yeah. It, I mean, that, like I said, like, that is by far the easiest one. And I, do they still teach that in so school? This is something that, I, like, so this is something that's very interesting. And we're going to come back to this. But here in California, they're like, it's phased out. American history tells a little bit of better truth of Columbus than. Arizona's history books. <clears throat> Arizona still has Columbus finding America, and they, they were still filling our elementary schools up with uh, filling their heads up with this bullshit. So it's different state to state because there is no federal uh, federal uh, history curriculum that's stated like this is our federal history. Like that's it's state to state, states rights. Yeah, which is crazy to me because that will. That, I mean, that just by that being said shows why. When you go other places and they're like, no, this is like, dude, we're, we're in 2021. <laughs> well, now nah, if you go to Alabama, they're, they're 1984. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I mean, like why it's just, we, we've had this conversation in the past to where, you know, we know as humans, we have a, we have a really hard time of just admitting when we are wrong. Yes. And I, I don't see the problem when it comes to history. The whole point of history is. You, well, you 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 learn from it. <laughs> you learn from it, and so what is wrong with learning the truth mm. and becoming something better? I don't. I, I, I the I, I it it literally blows my mind. I I don't even when we talk about this, it's hard to even get out the words because to me it's just like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, we do that with other th- like a, a whole bunch of other things to where we continue to find out like, oh, no, this is when, you know, uh, the first bones of, of man that we found. Nope, we found some that are older and we change things. You're right. What is wrong with it when it comes to just our just if we're going to of our culture, like of this country? Mm. Why can't you just tell it the way it was? It's it was you, fucking Brits who came here anyway. Yeah. Well, I thought it was the Spaniards that no, hired whatever, the Italian. They're all the same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Green jacket, gold jacket. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> and this is why we need to learn our history. Thank you. <laughs> well, so came from somewhere over there, that Europe place, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to jump around a little bit, but see, that's the reason. So, when you hear people in the news today talking about critical race theory, you usually only hear opposition to it. And, like, people don't understand. Like, critical race theory isn't a class. It's a legal theory. It's a, like, uh, legal scholars came up with this theory. I I believe his name was Derek Bell. Was it Derek Bell? I think, yes. Uh, and there was Kimberly Crenshaw. She also did some, uh, she also contributed to this. But it's basically saying that racism, it, like, racism has its, is systemic. It's, the roots are built into the way that we built this country that there's been documented backlash for any type of progressive programs to uplift people who have been oppressed. And it just, it just points to the fact that based on your skin color, you're going to be afforded more opportunities. And I don't see the problem with diving deeper into that and telling us why that theory exists. Uh, I agree. Um, it, like I said, I it it just it blows my mind thinking if someone obviously that is African American descent and there's a whole group of people that are saying, "Hey, this is happening." Mm-hmm. Where's the problem in listening and actually looking into it? And uh, because we do see a lot of we do, and that's the problem with you know, just our government in general, because we are, we are side, like we are sided, you know, we have our Republicans, we have our Democrats and 
we we've or, we've already segregated ourselves <laughs> like from from the get go and but I just don't see the problem of why how hard is it just to listen to something that you like me myself I can't like I can't go I didn't go through it I never will go through it but people are saying it's happening yeah I I mean so here I I, I I'm a you know, I'm trying to be as objective as possible because I've heard people complaining about our true history and dividing people and our children against each other based off race. But, you know, we need like when I was in school, when I came to American history, it was. A bunch of pilgrims came over, had some turkey with some Indians, and then we fought some redcoats. That's we fought some redcoats and we started a country out of 13 colonies. And it was amazing. Those 13 colonies were like, yo, look how much money we're making. We got to we got to get up. We have to double up on the slave tip. And then the north was like, you know, how about we don't do the slave thing no more? Because you guys in the south are making more money. And then we fought again. And then they freed the slaves. But I think that's also another thing to where. You just automatic like, oh, Lincoln freed the slaves, like that. That's, that's what I was told. <laughs> I think everyone's told that. He also hunted vampires as well. I saw a really good documentary about it. <laughs> that motherfucker can throw an axe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know it's unless that's the thing. I we we have a problem just as people. We'll see something or we'll hear something and you just go with that. We're not, no one will take that. It's tough for uh, apparently for people to take that initiative and really look in and dive into a certain subject. Like when we're like this discussion right now, critical racer, I honestly hadn't heard of it. I, and I, I don't, hear, I and I'm about like, it. am I living under a fucking rock? It's, it's not that you're, and that, that's the thing is that we're being all forced to live under this rock because Critical race theory itself, its inception was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It's old as shit. And it wasn't till the 1619 article. Like, the, like it was a 1619 project. Oh, project. Yeah, project. It was a 1619 project. This article was written about how we should teach the true history of America so we don't sit in this endless loop of calling each other racist and then saying, no, racism doesn't exist. Of course it exists. That's what CRT says. It says that. Racism is systemic. There's racist policies that were put in place to oppress people. And it's from the inception. Like it, we didn't just go from slavery to Martin Luther King and then Barack Obama's here. Now racism's over, you know, Jim Crow, the Jim Crow laws was, was, I mean, I, I this is such a rabbit hole. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> it, rabbit hole. It really hole. is. No, it really is. Like I, but here, let me, let me tell you here. Let me, t- let me say it with this. When I was in school, uh, there was a movie that they made us watch when I was in fifth grade. It was called Uncle Tom's Cabin. Red Asphalt. <laughs> I remember Red Asphalt too, Jesus. I was like, all right, so just don't drive. So Problem I'm solved. i my bike forever. <laughs> but um, we'll get into res- Red Asphalt later, y'all. And hopefully they're I still apologize. not showing that. <laughs> um, but I, I watched the movie called Uncle Tom's Cabin. And I remember it was like a three-day thing where we had to watch this movie. And after day one, I was like, I don't want to go back and watch this movie. This sucks. I was the only black kid in my class. I was the only black kid in my class. And I was sitting there. I was sitting there watching this dude get whipped (laughs) on a cotton farm. And I was like, what? Why am I watching this? Like there was. And when it like, and that's so this is my issue with. You know, every, you know, every kid too is like looking at you too. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, can we have a conversation of like why this went down? And like, why am I watching this movie? Is this our history class? Like, oh, here's a story. Here's a made up story about a slave. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's crazy. Like we had, we had a one month course dedicated to the holocaust something that didn't happen here yeah 
Like it is our history, but it's not American history. We were in the war. We were in World War II, but you can argue that it wasn't American history. We just well, we joined the war. Yeah, because of Pearl Harbor. We didn't do shit <laughs> until then, until they brought it to us. But we had a month dedicated to the Holocaust. We went to the Museum of Tolerance. We, re- we read the Diary of Anne Frank. We watched like four Nazi documentaries. And I was like, you know, the fall of the Third Reich, the rise and fall of the Third Reich. And when it came to Black History Month, we spent three days on uh, Uncle Tom's cabin. And then my fucking teacher told me that a black dude invaded peanut butter. And I was like, okay, those are our contributions to this country. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. Like we did it. We great. (laughs) But like I, and the thing is, is like, if that's how it's going to be taught, I might even be a pussy about it and say, okay, I don't want my son to have to go through that. Cause that was terrible for me. Yeah. Like I, I can't even imagine how you would feel going through that. Like I, I don't thinking about it as an adult and knowing you as an adult, I guess more or less me as an adult thinking as like about a little kid, a a child who, you know, those, that that's our innocence, you know, and we're teaching them this crap. Like it's, or I should say we're not teaching. Yeah. We're not teaching. And that's the issue. And like I said, I, I think we have a heart. We have a really, really big problem. You know, the biggest fight are, are, are the people that are, they've gone so long in their lives of thinking one thing. Mm-hmm. Something changing late in their life. They want nothing to do with that. And I can sympathize with that. I remember when Singular turned into AT&T and I was like, no, AT&T fucking sucks <laughs> for no reason. I just don't like change. <laughs> and that's, I mean, and you see that with all, yeah, all new technology. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like, well, you got to use a computer now. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. I will send this fax or I will write out, I will, in cursive, I will send you <laughs> I was, this document. In high school, I was turning in papers on, I was, I used a typewriter cause I'm like, I'm not gonna go buy a floppy disk like <laughs> <Floppy>. <laughs> i'm not gonna do that dude you know how bad it sucks to use a typewriter i I tried to type something out on a typewriter you know i definitely had to at some point yeah it's rough <laughs> yeah uh, there was a few misspellings and you cannot go back <laughs> I, there was i had my little my my white out brush out there and i was like oh, all right let me put an exclamation mark there so i know i'm i fucked that up <laughs> oh if i try to like line it back up I remember my dad bought a typewriter where you can white white it out. Like you can do a backspace and it'll erase the ink. And I was like, what? That's pretty badass. I never saw I, that. Like he bought, he bought this and it was like this top of the line typewriter. And then I come home to my mom's house. She bought a computer. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Dad. <laughs> uh, we got to talk. <laughs> we got to talk. Um, so, so here, like this pushback against, being like diversity training and being inclusive with our real history. Do you think it's coming from more of a gen, like let's play ignorant for a second. Like I hear some of these arguments that saying talking about race breeds more racism. Do you believe that? No. Uh, Talking about it? No. Um, I think it's a, (laughs) I don't think that because we, we know it's, it's, there it's here it's true talking about it like that's the only real way i mean at least that's how i handle my marriage (laughs) by talking about things that's how we get past things okay like it's having the conversation and whether it it be shitty you know sometimes some conversations are shitty Mm -hmm. but you know what at the end of the day if it's the truth you gotta listen and just I get it's it seems so simple to just be why are you not open-minded and you're just gonna say nope that's not true yeah motherfucker you don't know if it's like you weren't there and you don't go through it so you can't say it's not there and I think that's like I 100% agree with you and I think if we start if we go back to the beginning um, the I, so here's an example: the Daughters of the Confederacy. Uh, this was a conservative group. Their names were the Daughters of the Confederacy. Are they like teaching and like 
Weren't they like also like teachers in like Georgia? Dude, they they lobbied uh, they lobbied Congress to get books approved yes. across America to teach about internship programs. Mm-hmm. They would talk about how nice masters were to their slaves. They referred to slaves as workers or uh, indentured work, whatever the fuck the term was. Indentured servant. Yeah, indentured servants. Dentures. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you know there was. It was legally okay to misrepresent history. And there was really no backlash to it. It's just like, all right, we got to update this. And you think about how much ignorance that bred. Like, think about how many people, like, graduated and been like, ah, racism's over. Okay. Hey, get out of my way, Blackie. (laughs) You You drink from that fountain. But there's like there's so many stories that people don't know. Like right, it was it was only like eight years ago that the Tulsa massacre was referred was referred to it and changed to the word massacre. It's called the Tulsa riots. For a hundred years, it was referred to as riots. Like that's crazy. Like I didn't learn about that in school. No, I. <laughs> it's I I heard about it way later in my life. And then it really, it was a very either a quick conversation or I saw something and, you know, me, I was like, oh, that, that was a long time. That's, that's absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah. I don't know what, I mean, but it, I didn't at any point go, oh, why didn't I learn about that in school? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, for it to be brought to light now again, granted, yeah, maybe it had to take a hundred years. <laughs> For, you know, people to open up their eyes and open up their ears and, you know, listen. Like, holy, cr- like, wow. What the fuck were we doing? I I, I, I mean, I'm a, I feel like I'm a, I'm just a record of the same thing because I, 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 I can't understand why we would just, we wouldn't want to tell the truth of our history. I, I, it just makes zero sense. And it's, Okay, so while you're learn while you're sitting here in this history class, you're only gonna hear that a we're the victor, mm-hmm. um, and nothing bad happened. We didn't do we've never done anything bad, but uh, Germany, they, yeah. they've done some bad shit over there. We're and, not and, sure. <laughs> I mean the the list is endless. Not us. We're perfect. Yeah, that's and that's just not true. And it's that's okay. It, that's okay. It's. You, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. That is, it's okay to have flaws. It's okay to learn from our history. And, you know, I'm not looking at somebody across the table from me that's white and saying, like, you did this to me. Like, I don't give a fuck what your granddad did or your great granddad did. Like, I'm talking to you as a person here. But if we do not bring up how there's two different Americas for us right now, I acknowledge that I'm not an enslaved person. I am, I acknowledge that I don't have separate bathrooms, but we also have to acknowledge the institutionalized racism that has disenfranch- disenfranchised poor people, people of color, and the ripple effect that that has for generations. I mean, it's not even, I mean, yeah, granted, yeah, generation after generation, day to day, you know, we we, we still see it. Every day. And the fact that we still have people that just don't want to, to admit it. Mm-hmm. it we, we it's, here's this video. <laughs> no, that's not real. It's what, fu- what? It's wild. It, it's uh, absolutely wild. You know, I want to I want to give some homework for our listeners out there because I don't want you to think that this is some type of black and white issue. Like it is. It is. But I don't want you to think that this like this isn't happening to every other culture in this melting pot. Like I want, you know, everybody knows what the what a Texas Ranger is, and there's a reason Texas Rangers are so popular. There's reason that there's lore about them, and I want everybody to go home and Google the Hour of Blood, La Mantanza. I want you to go home and Google that because that is something that's not taught. And I didn't know about that until you asked me the other day. For those of you, I want you guys to Google it. I don't even want to talk. I don't even want people. I don't even want to talk about it. Never heard of it. It's, it is absolutely disgusting what happened. It would happen from 1915 to 1925. La Montanza, the hour of blood. Look it up. 
look a at decade. this piece. Look at this piece <laughs> of history that was swept under the rug. And it's just like this can this has happened in this country so many times and it's it's breeding ignorance and we need to stop it. And I think that critical race theory asks some very important questions and if it's done correctly, mind you. I understand why people are worried. There was a story in San Diego of a teacher who separated third graders by their color and said, you guys are racist. You guys are not discuss. That's idiotic. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is, uh, (laughs) the fact, I I mean, I could see that good, that like how that may, that, that could be a good discussion if you're dealing with adults, not children, because ch- kids have no idea. And like we, I think it's, I mean, I want to, I mean, I very well could be wrong, but I mean, I, that's, that's what this is. It's about, a, this is about not no, being I'm, afraid to be wrong. No, but I, I, this is that racism is taught. You learn to hate. That's true. Kids don't hate. I think it's, as people, uh, you know, we're, we're animals, right? So it doesn't matter if there was no racism, but we're all different. You just see, you just see people for who, like, you just see them, you know, it's the same thing. Anyone that walks by me, okay, boy, girl, black, brown, white, big boobs, little boobs, big butt. It's just, that's what we've become like in, in, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but why are we not? I, I just don't understand why we're not acknowledging the bad. I it's I just I just it's hard. Don't. I know it's it's hard, but the reason I'm upset is because there's been no attempt. You we because we say it's hard, we don't know it's hard. I well that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's actually hard. I don't think I think it's <laughs> I think it's hard as a child to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. That's why when my kid's whining about something that she shouldn't be whining about, like there, like it's hard for her because she's probably she just doesn't understand things and she can't express herself most likely the way she really wants to. Mm-hmm. As you get older, what is stopping you from listening? And well, so then let me ask you a question, then Mitch. Like since we're bearing each other's souls here, we're having an honest conversation. Absolutely. Um, are you going to leave it up to the school to inform your your child about racism in this country and how the system that's in place will treat her different because she's a woman, because she's white, her friends that look different than her might be treated a little different? Um, I think I will handle that as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're, when we're talking about history, you know, I, I at no point am I never not going to be involved in my child's life. So I will know what she's learning, mm-hmm. um, what she's studying. And when I ask her the question and I, when I see that history book that's open and I'm, oh, what are you learning? And she says something. Oh, just learned that uh, Christopher Columbus <laughs> discovered America. <laughs> be like, well, tell your history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to school with you tomorrow, baby. Hang on. <laughs> we might be switching are you Are you having a test on this? <laughs> Yeah, I, it's, I, like, I, I have a biracial son, so I, I don't know what he's going to identify as, as he grows up, and. That's, cr- it, what's crazy to me, like, we, the way you just said that, is that we still do it for literally everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. It's the truth. It's everything. It, it, because the, the more we, the, like, when we brought, when we, Said that we were going to talk about this. The more, like, it's like driver's license, filling out credit cards. You you always have you always have to put your ethnicity. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, I, 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 I always decline the state because it's like when you see Obia Julu Ikamafuna, if you're like, oh, he's white, <laughs> it's you might be wrong. I thought you were Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Super Troopers reference for you. <laughs> uh, what about the uh, annexation of Puerto Rico? 
football play in the Little Giants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're just going through uh, Mitch's childhood real quick. No, it's, but like I said, we, I, with, with everything we do, we we set we, we already separate. We already start separation. Like I said, for for literally everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we watch all these movies. You know, all you, we got you know people that love like Star Wars and stuff like that. To where, you got humans, you got aliens, or it's the, are they considered aliens? <laughs> Nerf herders, <Yeah>. nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see all that, and it's just it, it is what it is. I don't, I, I don't, I think it's a great thing that we are different. No one should. How shitty would life be if we were all looked the same? All the same. It's and. So that's that's the point I'm trying to I'm I'm really trying to clarify here is like what what do we do as parents to make sure our kids get the best not just education but the most inclusive edu- education that they can because I've said this on the pod before there's a you know there's a talk that my mom had with me when I went to Calabasas High saying like yeah you can go run the streets you can go to these parties but you need to know something when the cops show up they're going to treat you a lot different than your best friends. It's going to happen. I my mom made sure that I was aware. You know, like uh, when the cops come up, I'd like you know be like, "Oh, hello, sir. Hi." Making sure my hands are straight, making sure like I'm looking straight at their eyes, and like, "Yes, sir. No, sir." Like, and you have like this kid, like, "I'll get the fuck off my property, bro." I'm like, "You trying to get us killed?" <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, gonna, Andrew. He's gonna shoot you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. And and so like, but and this is the thing where I'm telling you, like, you have another difficult, uh, you know, for for a father of a white girl, you have a, a separate, equally different situation because I can tell you from experience how traumatizing it is for a white kid to see some of their the best friend, almost like a brother that I'm getting mistreated by a police officer out of fucking nowhere. It's fucking devastating. And trying to understand why that happens when, you know, you're growing up in daisies and rainbows with gumdrops all over yours and not seeing America for what it could be. You you're, it's shocking and it will traumatize that person. Absolutely. Um, it's, I, I, I don't have words. I because it, I mean it, what you're saying is very very true, and this is it. Just I get upset at the fact that we just just fucking admit we're wrong as a country. Like we're not doing a good job. We're not trying to improve. Mm-hmm. Like. We're trying to keep us in that spot that was way back there, like back then. Like, isn't that the whole point? Like, as you get older, you become more mature. If I was 38 years old and I still acted like I was nine and I did the same things when I was nine, even like as a teenager, there's a good chance I wouldn't be able to even provide for my family. I'm not going to be able to provide for my family. What is so hard as we get older you mature mm-hmm. and you start taking away the bullshit. You cut that shit out of your life, whether it be people or if, if it's a job that you felt like isn't taking you anywhere. Like you finally just go, I'm not doing this. Why, why is that so hard? And, and I mean, you're, you're right. And we're living, we're living in that, that we are living with the consequences of missing that opportunity to make sure that this is something our kids growing up understanding. We are living it. We are living it right now. Like you see right now that somebody says, hey, we should do a little more to include America's true history and not try to whitewash things that have happened in the past because it's not working right now. We're watching it. Like I acknowledge that slavery is gone. I acknowledge that Jim Crow laws are gone. There's an argument to be made that there's a lot of racist policies out there but we also have to acknowledge that the repercussions of all redlining, busing, all, like segregation, all of that, the repercussions, they're still here today. Mm-hmm. They're still here today. 
Like we don't talk about how the police, like how the policing system was born in this country and was literally just to catch runaway slaves. We don't talk about that. And we don't talk about, I kind of know that. Yeah. Here we go. (laughs) But that's, this is what I'm talking about. Like it's, and this is why I also love this podcast. Cause I do like, I learn a lot. <laughs> I am like, what the, and that, and I get a little angry because why don't I know this? Yeah. I trust me, man. I find out things I should know all the time and it bothers me. Yeah. I'm a little upset that like people are like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that people are starting to talk about these things. So we're at least taking that first little you know, you got to crawl before you can walk. <laughs> so we're taking that first little, huh, you know, it, it's going to be a while. <laughs> oh, how, how long is this hill? <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Incline's getting pretty steep. <laughs> Should have packed a water. Mar- Cliff Mar- bar. Mary on a stretch. <laughs> and, you know, at least I'm happy that I am starting to learn it. I'm upset that I, I should, that I should have already known it. Yeah. It's very, very sad that some of the most impactful things in our history I learned from a television show or from a dude at a bar instead of in school. I think that it's it's going to be on us to make sure that the curriculum acknowledges America for what it is so we can learn and heal together. Because right now we're attempting to heal separate, and that's never going to happen. It's never, ever going to happen. No, it just that's just continue continuing to divide. That's one state, you know, learning one thing, and then you know down the road you meet someone from another state, and they're like, uh, "No, like, mm-hmm. uh, no, yes." Yeah. <laughs> By no, you mean yes, because that's what happened. And to me, that's also crazy. Like I, I like I said, I guess we just live like I live in such a, a bubble for so long, and you know, being in Southern California. With like, I'm very lucky for with how I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents grinded like no other. You know, my dad's from the hood. Yeah, he, he is. He, so, <laughs> you know, and he really made something of himself. And you know, he grew up like I said, like in L.A. And I remember, you know, I t- I tried to tell a black joke. I got, it got shut the fuck down. So quick. You almost lost all yeah, your teeth yeah. that day. Like, <laughs> it's just a joke. And I'm like 11, 12. And then that, like when he got mad at me, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even think of it. I was just like, oh, it's a joke. You know that? Mm-hmm. But it took my dad to tell me, like, hey, you're a fucking idiot. That's <laughs> Well, shut well, the fuck up. What was the black joke, Mitch? I, dude, I have no fucking idea. It was probably something that wasn't even that fucking funny. It smells racist. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a black guy. <laughs> a black guy, a Jew. <laughs> and so that's the thing. Like, You want to hear a good joke? Yeah. Women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. Oh, man. We're going to get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's... I, I Listen, I... I want to say right now that I'm glad that we decided to talk about something like this because I mean this we don't have enough time this year to go down this rabbit like I wouldn't even call it a rabbit hole but just to talk about you know applying CRT seeing what it actually examines the pros and cons and it's nice to take a step back look look at my site once we started decided to do this and I started to look at what I learned in school uh, outside of what I learned in day-to-day real life, it was kind of shocking. Like you said, it was, it was a double-edged sword a little bit. I was, I was glad that I found some of these things out. I learned about a lot of inspirational, impactful people that came and went, you know, before I realized that they were there and I, it sucks. It's a real bummer that these people and what they've done aren't celebrated, that it's not taught. And like this doesn't, like I said, this doesn't just go for black people in this country. This goes for, you know, all the Mexican Americans that are here, all the uh, Pacific Islanders, Asian Americans, uh, 
Indians, uh, Americans, uh, the Native Americans that were here, like what this country did to everybody that came here and the impact that each one of these communities, the fucking Irish, the Jewish people, the fucking Italians, like every single person that had a hand in building this country, the fact that we don't tell their story. It's crazy. It's sad. Yeah. It's very, very sad. And there's good stories in there. Fucking fantastic and, and, stories. And like, I, you know, like I said before we were recording, us as a country, we love our from nothing to something story. Yep. But we don't like it for our history. It's it's so true. Like those are those are like those are everyone's favorite movies. Everyone pulling themselves up yeah. by their bootstraps. But yeah. as Doctor King said, it's really hard to do that when you got no boots. Yeah. I mean, we like I said, we we can. This is a crazy rabbit hole. Yeah, we could. We're gonna we're gonna discuss more of this uh, later. You know, we're gonna. I, but you know, I we're we're out of time right now. I want to I want to say a fucking huge thank you for talking to me about this. Like I think it's very 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 informative cuz our our kids are going to have to deal with this. And as of right now, it's up to us to tell them you know our their history, where they come from, the people around them, what to look out for. Um and hopefully we have an opportunity when our kids get older to talk to our schools and our teachers and we ha- we have more inclusive school boards, so you know I can understand <laughs> if you know Ozo goes to school and he comes back like, hey, I want to be Columbus for Halloween. I'm like, why? <laughs> what did he do? What did he do? <laughs> he was a shitty captain. <laughs> <laughs> you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> and no, I w- and I want to give a big thank you to you because you know it all starts with the conversation. Yes, and. Just what we can learn from talking to one another and what is gained on, you know, I have a different outlook on a lot of things since we've started doing this. Mm -hmm. Because there was, like I said, in a bubble. And I don't like, just because I don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Yep. It all starts with a conversation. It all starts with a conversation. You guys heard it here first. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with more Papa Don't Preach. So stick around, please. Yo, 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 we are back. Yittity. Ladies and gentlemen, you have reached the end of our podcast. So normally for our our real ones, our real ones, the people who tune in every week, we appreciate you. Usually this segment is called Papa's Pulpit, where we get together and rant about things that are upsetting us or stuff we just really want to bring up or talk about. It's when we t- take a moment and really dive in and let you know how we really feel. But we are not doing that this week. Instead, I want to talk about dads real quick, and I want to take this time to shout out a few dads. So real quick, a big shout out to my co-hosts, Mitch and Zan, who's not here. Amazing fathers, raising powerful queens. Uh, I take my hat off to you guys. I really, really appreciate you. And I also want to give a shout out to my father and... I just really want, I want him to know, I'm going to call him on Father's Day, and I want everybody to know that I love my dad. Complicated history. He did the best he could, and I appreciate him, everything about him. I also want to shout out Ernie Wallengren. Uh, This is a man that I don't think I would have made it through. I don't think I'd be here if it wasn't for him. And he taught me a lot growing up, and I, I, I don't think about it a lot. And... You know, he had five kids of his own and he just took me in, you know, like <laughs> that's a dad, right? That's there. a dad right there. Um, I also want to shout out Daniel Breslow, always being there, telling me the truth, always speaking in a way I can understand, I, always being there for me. Steve Barrett, 
<laughs> Steve, Stephen Barrett. Steven. Uh, a big shout out to you. Um, and another shout out to just all the dads out there. Love and appreciate you and happy Father's Day. Yeah, uh, I agree 100% with everything you've just said. Um, my dad is, you know, we had our differences as well. <laughs> but, you know, he did what he knew. He didn't grow up with a dad. Mm-hmm. So he, he didn't, he only, he, he treated me the way he knew how. And, which wasn't a bad thing. I mm-hmm. mean. It was very, I'm your parent. Yeah. We ain't buddies. <laughs> you know, but goddamn, that man did a, oh, so much for me. He's taught me so much. He reminds me, I mean, to this day, how much smarter he is than me. Uh, <laughs> he's just said, you know, he's, he is he is someone I look up to. Uh, I wish I had that man's IQ and the memory that he has. It, it's it's phenomenal. It's annoying. Um <laughs> Because he literally knows everything, and it just sort of pisses me off. Have you beat him in horse yet? No, because the the time I could finally beat him, he would just do some fucked up shot. Like he knew, like like I, like when I could finally start shooting, <laughs> and if it got close, motherfucker would just shoot the ball. Like he would just, uh, like he would just throw the ball behind his back for a layup. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm nine. <laughs> I can't do that. So one, I, I, and I, I wanna. That's a you make a good point with that because I knew shit ain't like there is no free rides. Yep. You want to beat me? You better figure out how to beat me. And guess what? In this game, we can do this. <laughs> I can shoot any shot I choose to do. And if you can't do it, then you better figure out how to do it. So that I. It, I've taken all of his lessons at, into uh, like being an adult. And I, I try to, that part I try to instill with sailor. I'm a little bit more affectionate. <laughs> <laughs> try to really speak to her and, you know, get, but you know, uh, my grandfather rest in peace. Um, you know, he amazing, amazing father to my mother. So, you know, without him, you know, I don't know where my mom would be. And then obviously, Big shout out to you. Hey, hey. Big shout out to Zan. Woo woo. I still love you, Blank Pia. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can be my son. <laughs> um uh, you know, my aunts, I, I mean my uncles. Um all dads, man. If you it it it's weird that this it's a celebration. Um cool. I'm I'm doing what I had a kid, so I should be raising my child. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah. uh I mean, then it, but I know everyone needs their, likes to get patted on the back for stuff, but one day uh, of, hey, thanks. I I, I don't care. Yeah, I, it's very interesting, Father's Day. And I do acknowledge that most dads get a pass for just showing up. And this is not for you. The shout out goes to all those dads who you're involved. Get up in the morning, do their daughter's hair, get their sons ready, drop them off to school, go to work, come back home, help them with homework, play with them at the park, put them to bed, set out their clothes for the next day, and that are a positive influence in their lives. Because I think, especially with my experience, and as you know as well, fathers are super impactful. And I think that if we can all, as dads, acknowledge how impactful that we are and continue to do this job, being a parent, loving our kids, showing up for our kids. There'll be a better world out there. Absolutely. It's, you, you know, and you, another, you make another good point because it makes me just, my kid didn't choose to be here. I chose mm. to have my kid. Yeah. So I better fucking be there for them. <laughs> like if I, if I give you this shitty place and I chose and they had no choice of being here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many little sperms had to fight through to get through, but you know what? <laughs> I chose to have you, so I better be there. It's what I'm supposed to do. It's the, not necessarily a job I, I need to thank you for. Mm. So, But, again, if you are out there and any dad out there that is taking care of their kid and their family and doing what they're supposed to do, education, and really being there, that's – 
that's the most important, you know. It's amazing. We see you. We see you. Mm-hmm. We see you. We acknowledge you. Happy motherfucking Father's Day. Indeed, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Papa Don't Peach. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. A big, absolute shout-out to Zan Mostow. Big shout-out to Blaine Pierre, DNA, who does our music. We love you, everybody. Mitch? Oh, I was going to say, if you're a... Uh if you are a single mother, hey, happy Father's Day to you too. Especially if that, if, that, if that dad is not there and you are the one that is, you are the the queen of that ship. Hey, happy thank you Father's Day, indeed. You happy get, Father's you Day. You get a little, you, you get more. All the single moms <laughs> out there. All the single moms. All the single moms. Happy Father's Day. All the single moms. Happy Father's Day. Uh-uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna be back next week back here in the studio we love you have a great weekend peace out y'all